Celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, Central Coast, I know I'd be a liar. Hey! Hey, there we go. Come on, Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. I like how you fit it in there, Greg. Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try to set the night on fire. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Normally, I don't like it when uh, politics and government gets in the way of uh, private business, unless the outcome is beneficial to me. The mayor of Nevada has gone on record. His name's Joe Lombardo. Okay. He's gone on record of saying that he wants, he's already lobbying. He knows how politics work, right? He wants ACDC to play the halftime show at the Super Bowl because it's going to be at Legion Stadium this year. Oh, nice. Okay, I like that. That sounds good. And um, and, uh, and he's he he did this thing where he talked to everybody in the city. And, you know, thank you for everybody for making it happen. Blah blah blah. And he's like, by the way, without hesitation, um, he was asked at this thing. He's like, who do you want to see play in the Super Bowl? He said ACDC immediately. He goes, I was going to yell it out, but yeah, I'm serious. Bring him back. So he's already lobbying for ACDC to do the halftime show. Which, please, please just, the problem is the NFL, you know who uh, they work with to produce the halftime show? Um, and I don't know how, how it used down to be he's going to be. And now is it Apple? Who is it? It's now? Apple, but it's and Apple uses Jay Z and Rock Nation to produce the show. Oh, okay. So, what's the problem with ACDC? Well, Jay Z's a businessman. He didn't get his stacks of money that he goes to sleep on every night uh, without promoting something that makes him money. How's ACDC going to make Jay Z money? I don't know. Uh, okay. I guess I, I, I don't look at it that way. I look at it how's like most ACDC? people, and I'd be like, that would be awesome to see ACDC. No, it would be awesome. But how's ACDC going to make Apple Music money? Do they do they have their music on, a, on Apple? Yeah, I would Okay, imagine, well, then but... it'll draw people to download ACDC. But this he, is you doing you the Jeremy thing, and you're like, oh, well, you'll make money from this, but they're not going to make like, Oh, yeah, they'll get downloads it. on it. You know, I was reading that Oliver Anthony guy that did the Rich Men North of Richmond uh, that I like song. Slowed, I like how you slow down. You have to slow it down. It's really interesting. I, I wanted to get a story. I was because I wanted to tell my wife about it. She hadn't heard about this song, and this is the song about the politicians and the, the you know taking all your money and everybody's living in squalor or whatever. We're all working. Not for everybody. A not the people. Not the people north of Richmond. But um, and so I was reading. You know, he turned down this eight million dollar contract, but he's making, they think, $40,000 a day on downloads between Spotify. Um, I don't think he's on Apple right now. He may be. But this song alone is just getting downloaded so much. Plus, he has a Patreon website, which you can set up. And he gets a dollar per download on that or stream or something. So he's making all this money. So there is money to be made. But the thing is, 
most of the money on Spotify and Apple and these other services where you have to pay to be a part of it, you know, a good, a good 30% of the money, 30 or 40% of the money goes to that streaming service. And then you get the rest just to use their platform. And yeah, you're just taking up a little real estate with your song being there. So I would imagine my distribution, you're going to make the song anyways, right? Coming full circle here is that Apple would still be able to make some money off of ACDC playing because people then would go down and download their songs to their phones or do their playlists or whatever. Yeah. Join Apple music or whatever. If if they structured it and it goes off very successful, the ACDC knocks it out of the park with the halftime show, which I mean, that's what ACDC does. They just knock it out of the park, right? But you remember um, when Prince did Purple Rain, if this infrastructure was in place in 2006 or seven, whatever that was, and the driving rainstorm in Miami and Apple and Apple was producing the show and they captured that audio and they made it available exclusively on iTunes. So if you make the the music exclusively on iTunes and people want to, it's coveted and people want to hear, you know, Hell's Bells uh, from Allegiant Stadium for for the Super Bowl, then then I guess you know you're you're onto something there. I mean, you know, proprietary uh, owning the rights to it, I think, is is a big deal. Jay Z gets a little bit, Apple Music gets a little bit, ACDC gets a little bit of it. Yeah, I guess you, I can I can see where where that would be, but I don't. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't place any bets being in Vegas that ACDC is going to be doing the halftime show because you know how the NFL operates now. Yeah, I don't think he's doing the halftime show, but apparently Oliver Anthony turned down one hundred thousand dollars. They offered it for him to sing the national anthem at this upcoming Super Bowl. And he said, I'm not taking that. I'll sing it for free. That's in the same week that he turned down $8 million. You know, he lives in a trailer he bought on Craigslist. On a, He owns a piece of property. I don't know how big it is. He paid $97,000, he said, for it in Virginia. And he, the trailer? And he, no, 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 the property. He owns a wow, piece okay. of property. I was say, and he the put, trailer must be he, nice. Then. He bought a camper trailer on Craigslist, and that's what he lives in. That's what it, that, according to this story that I was reading out of the New York Times. Which is, well, anyways. So yeah, I don't. He may be singing the national anthem at the, he was, at the Super he Bowl. He was offered. He was offered to to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl already. He was already offered, and they offered to give him one hundred thousand dollars to sing the national anthem. And he said, according to him, he turned it down. He says, "I'll I will sing that song for free." And there was there was more to it, but uh, you can look it up. But yeah. This guy, it's it's really oh, interesting. Man, I hope this guy is literally like the biggest guns. thing in radio right now. The biggest thing on the music charts. He's the number one song of the Hot 100. It's him, Morgan Wallen, is a country guy, and some Luke Combs, who's a country guy, and he's obviously sounds like a country guy in this song. But he's he's yeah, his his life is turning around from the factory worker. But he turned down an eight million dollar uh, record label contract, and he turned down a hundred thousand dollar paycheck to sing at the Super Bowl. He says, "I don't want your money. I'll do it, and I'll do it for free." So I don't know if he'll actually do it or not. But according to him, he says he's going to do it, and he's going to do it for free. And I went to Snopes. I know how you like Snopes, and that's where this story. I comes don't from. like Snopes. I think Snopes lies to protect their interests. I do, <laughs> okay. but that's that's neither here nor there. Do we want to hear him sing the national anthem or do we want to hear him sing Richmond North of Richmond at the Super Bowl in front of the whole world? I think I'd rather hear him sing that song again than the national anthem.
I really hope this guy, I, I feel for this guy the same way I feel for anybody who wins like a billion dollar lottery. Like all eyes are on him right now. And I don't think he wanted all eyes on him. And it's going to be hard to manage. We'll have to I, feel, see. I feel, I feel, I feel, <laughs> I feel genuine concern for this man. Uh, coming up here in a little bit, we're going to be giving away some tickets to go see Yachtly Crew, 840 this morning. Uh, we'll give these away. It's a four-pack of tickets, so it's you and three friends, family, whatever you want it to be. Uh, and later today, we'll be giving away tickets to go to the Tequila and Taco Music Festival at the Madonna. I wonder if it's anything like the Tequila Festival that I poured at way back in the day in Avila Beach where they pulled me. Said, Were there right, tacos there? We don't, we don't need your help anymore. Yeah, there was taco trucks. We don't need your help anymore. No, that was, then it's I was probably very, very much like it. Be careful with that the, tequila. You get to win the margarita experience, though, today at 840, which is nice. No, that's at 920. 840 is Yachtly Crew. Oh, sorry. My bad. You're yes. okay. Sorry. We give away so much stuff. Hey, you before the end of the show today, I'm going to give you the update on Costco, too. The vodka situation late yesterday. You may have gotten an email because they 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 uh, they screwed up their Kirkland American vodka, and they sent me an email because I buy a lot of it. And uh, Jeremy, they want to make it right. But I'll give you. you I'll know, tell you what happened when I called yesterday. I always later. tell you. I always tell you what my my what funny things my son has said, and he was telling me about his buddy. His buddy um, always likes to uh, win at at being somewhere first. So he's like, "Oh, I was here first, or I was there first, or I was I was there, you know, doing this thing first. And I said, well, please don't uh, compare me to your friends, your, your son's, your six year old son's friend. So anyways, he says, he says, he's very annoying, but I happen to like this kid. I think he's a nice kid. It's just, that's his only quirk. So I was like saying to my son, I was like, Hey, you know, he's pretty good friends with you and you're and he sees you as a really good friend. I said, what do you, you know, maybe just try to say, you know, Hey, don't do that so much. It's annoying or something like that. And he goes, he goes, you know what I said to him? I was like, what's that? He goes, I looked at him and I said, why would I care about that? <laughs> I said, you know what? That's a better answer. Good job. So my answer to you, Jeremy, is why would I care about that? Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Hey, the Red Zone Challenge is back. You can uh, sign up by texting the word zone, that's Z-O-N-E, like Red Zone. Just zone, though, to 805-543-3693. Those are the 805 beer text lines. Text zone to that number, and we'll kick you back a link so you can get signed up. Or get re-signed in. If you already have a username and password, you can sign back in if you've played in years years past. This year, $1,000. Thanks to our friends at the Poorhouse in Paso and Swing Time at Dairy Creek. Also giving away free golf from Dairy Creek and Chalk Mountain. And we've got a 50-inch TV plus sound bar from Coast Electronics. $25 to go to the Poorhouse each week. Brunch at the Sea Venture each week. And free round of golf each week. That's just for being our weekly MVP. You could win the whole thing, including $5,000 in cash. Uh, play now. Get to KZOZ.com or text the word ZONE to 805-543-3693. We talk about things that we don't get on the program, like I don't get the popularity of. We've been doing that a lot lately. I think that's a very old man thing to do, by the way, but that's fine. I'll embrace it. It is what it is. We are getting old, and we are old men now. Um, We're almost 50. On a scale of 1 to 10... 
and I know we're probably not allowed to do this in 2023 because of toxic masculinity or anything like that, but I think this person is such a big star right now that it warrants it. Margot Robbie, attractiveness, attractiveness level. What do you think her attractiveness is? Because I'm going to draw a comp here very easily, and I don't think that we, we thought we thought that it was the same case for this person. Margot Robbie is she the Barbie? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't watch Barbie, so I don't know. Uh, but you've seen her picture I, everywhere. I, I just googled her. Yes, I, I recognize her. Uh, she kind of looks like a man in this one. Well, God, don't say that. I mean, she's not hideous. Come on, she's got manly features. A big, strong. You look. You look like a man, which is good. I'm, I want to look like do. a man. That's why. Yeah, I, right. If yeah. If I didn't, I if Margot I didn't think Robbie I look like, like a, man, a man, I would have a full like. You notice I have like a. Somebody said I have a Don Johnson beard. It's not quite that short, but I do keep my beard short. If I thought I had looked like feminine at all, I would grow this thing out. Like I mean, a she was cast man. as Barbie. Obviously, she doesn't look like a man. Okay. No, I'm saying in this picture, she kind of looks like a man. Here, I'll share the screen, and then you can see what I'm talking about. But um, her attractive, I'll give her a seven. Okay, that's about where I put it too. Okay, then six we're, and a half. We're seven. pretty close then. Well, you and I are pretty close. I don't understand the popularity of her. Everybody's like, "Whoa, she's so smoking hot." And she has been like everybody has always been saying that since she was in other movies. I forget what the other movies were that she was in. But here's you the see thing this with picture the, off to the right. How she kind of looks like a man. Look at yeah. look at her. You know what she looks like? To she me? looks like a man dressed as a woman. There a little. She bit. looks like. Jamie Presley, one hundred percent. Oh, she looks Jamie. Like, yes, like she does. Jamie Presley and did this, picture, this first. She looks like if Jamie Presley wanted to look like a man. <laughs> but Jamie Presley did this first. She did it twenty years ago. Yeah, she's very all good. this 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 clone comes along, and then she gets all the all the fame while Jamie Presley's slumming on My Name Is Earl for God's sakes. Yeah, but that was a great show for you know the time that. It Great. She does look a lot like Jamie Presley. Good point. Yeah, good point. So much. So much. Like, like why wasn't everybody like, oh, Jamie Presley, oh, 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 back in the day? Why did you bring her up again? I'm sorry. I had to figure out. Who I don't she was. understand the world's infatuation with her just because she was in the Barbie movie. Like, why people think she's smoking hot. Well, she looks like Jamie Presley. Jamie Presley's smoking hot. Mm. She's not my thing, though. You know, everybody has their own thing. You like redheads. Uh, or used to. Um, I've always been attracted to brunettes uh, and Latinas. Um, that sounded really creepy. Sorry. Uh, not trying to sound creepy, even though my wife is <laughs> not even close to that. My wife is originally from the Well, Midwest. you want what you don't have, right? I mean, that's... Well, no, but I've always, always... been attracted to brunettes, maybe because... Uh, I don't want to get weird, but I don't know. I've always been attracted to brunettes, and it was just funny that, you know... Olive-skinned brunettes. My wife, like. who is uh, strawberry blonde and... Um, Far from olive skinned uh, is who I ended up, you know, meeting and loving, and you know, my high school sweetheart. But explains your annual vacation to Mexico. See, you're making it sound creepy again. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're making it sound creepy for God's sakes, and I'm not trying to make it sound creepy. It just sometimes things sound creepy. Hey, listen, the honest. white man could get away with a lot in Mexico, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Open your wallet. You kick a guy $100. You can get away with it, whatever you want to get away with. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's... Uh, all right, enough with the Mexican music. Um, she's uh, Spanish music, whatever. 
You're trying so hard right now. I, I've, so hard. I've just totally lost my concept. I don't know what were you talking about. <laughs> Margot Robbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Yeah. I I, I don't. Anyways, I, I think don't she's a big it. deal because of the Barbie movie. Be, that's okay. It. That's it. Okay. Too big of a deal, though. I think she's too big of a deal. To people that watch the Barbie movie, but to people that don't watch the Barbie movie, which is a lot, they don't care. Me. I don't care. I didn't watch it. None of my friends watched it. The only person I know that watched it was my wife and you. I, I haven't seen it. Oh, no, you no, didn't No, I went to the it. movie no. theater, yeah, and I right. judged the people that walked out, but yeah. I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. This is why it was so good that you didn't have two girls, and you had a boy. Because if you would have had two girls, your wife probably would have could, you know, made you feel like you had to go to it, and you would have had to go sit through the Barbie movie, which nope, my wife nope, said nope, actually nope. was funny at times, and it wasn't that bad. Um but instead, you had a boy, so you could take him, your boy, to a boy movie, and your, your daughter could go with your wife to the girl movie. See? Balance. Balance. Coming key, up, Jeremy, my favorite place to get game day grub and deals. Can you, can you, can you think what my favorite place is besides the poorhouse in Paso or swing time at Dairy Creek? Where my favorite place, or the Sea Venture, where my favorite place, my fourth choice would be to get game day grub and deals. I can't, no. Costco? Oh, I've got to get to my vodka thing coming up. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, no, Costco, because then you have to have it for like 50 people. And then they, they give you subpar vodka. No. You know I like to watch games by myself. Where does somebody watch games by themselves going to go? You, maybe you'll figure a living it out. Room. A living room? Your living maybe room. You'll, maybe you'll figure it out. I'll tell you what it is coming up. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. I think I would like to be remembered as a man who loved all living things and did everything that he could to make it a better world for animals. And when he had time, did a lot of television shows, too. Jeff just told me he didn't realize that Bob Barker died. I didn't know. I had no idea. On Saturday, I, I think had, it was. I, I it was no all idea. over the damn. It was on social media. But it, it happened was on, the on news. Saturday. It happened on Saturday. I really don't pay attention too much. What was I doing on Saturday? Uh, you know what sucks? Oh, Here's what really sucks. I know what I was doing. He was born in 1923. He died in 2023. He was so close to making it to 100, but him and Betty White joined the Almost 100 Club. Yeah, right, Almost 100 Club, and they both were huge animal rights activists, activists, which is good if you want to live to be 99, but not if you want to live to be 100. Um, I had no idea, but you know, last week, we were talking about this, on um, uh, with the famous, what day was that? We were talking about the most famous per- people to be born in each state, and he came in at like number five for Washington State. He was born in Darrington. Oh yeah, Bill and- Gates was number one. There was Kenny Loggins and Kenny G uh, yes. that were bo- but that were like two, three, and then I don't know who number four was, but Bob was number either. five. Yeah, yeah. he was somewhere on that list. But it was it was very strange that um, that he was he was you know. That we were talking about him last week. My wife has this thing of like when you start talking about somebody that you've forgotten about for a while, uh, that you may be jinxing their oh, your demise. Your wife is such a superstition, though, person. That you may be jinxing their demise. And this happened to uh, her and her. Uh, so you, she works next door at the country station. And um, 
and they were talking one day, I think it was Waylon Jennings, and they're like, oh, is Waylon Jennings even still alive? And then later on that afternoon, oh, yeah. he died because they talked about him. That's crazy. Come on. <laughs> later on that afternoon, he died. And I'm thinking, well, tell I'm her thinking, never to bring my we name up. Just, I don't we want her ever talking, talking about, about me. We were just talking about Bob Barker last week and then he dies on Saturday. And it's like, how long has it been since we've talked about Bob Barker, the best host of any game show of all time? Um, really? And, I thought you were a Richard Dawson guy. Well, Richard Dawson, he, that, that's the problem. He took it a little too far. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Richard Dawson could not work today. Hell no. As a matter of fact, Hell I'll be honest no. with you. Like, I think Steve Harvey is is way better than Richard Dawson ever no, was. No, this is what's great. Steve Harvey's the best, the best host of... of no, he's big, not. I watch, he's so I, I, I tell you he's what, so Family funny. Feud, my buddy and I, we'll sit up. We're, it's late at night. There's nothing show. on. We'll put it's it on. It's show. like midnight. And we'll be up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning laughing because the stupid answers. I mean, it's he's great. He's just... I really like Steve Harvey. He does a good job. He does a good job, but... It's not nothing stands out with Steve Harvey. No, his face, his expressions. He's he's very cartoonish. Richard Richard Dawson would just stick his tongue down. A guy's fourteen-year-old daughter right next to her. Stop and and, and say stop. And and how you how you doing, sweetie? And he'd put his hand on the small of her back and give her a big kiss right on the lip. Oh God. 14 that is so wrong and creepy right exactly and it's and, weird but you watch the old episodes of 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 family feud and you're like how is he able to get away with this because whiskey and cigarettes i guarantee the guy smelled like whiskey and cigarettes and this poor oh, 14 sure year old kid is not going to smell like whiskey and cigarettes because dawson had to stick his mouth on her i mean l- listen i i think that there alone tells I think you the stuff I think the stuff the president does by sniffing people's hair is super duper creepy. <laughs> it doesn't even scratch the surface of the stuff Dawson used to do on Family Feud. All right, check this out. We found the um, the last time he was on the show. I, you and I watched uh, Price Bobby? is Right. Right, watched Price is Right with Bob Barker back when we were kids. And I remember we we just randomly. There's probably a lot of people our age when you stayed home from school sick. You know, you could watch Price is Right. And I remember when Bob Barker went from the you know dark hair. To where he quit coloring it, and then it was silver. And it was like, I remember what, what summer it was. It was so weird. I it was, was like, the summer of 86. Oh, it was the summer of 86. See, that's great. I, I remember that because I went away for the summer, like on like a trip or something like that. And um, I thought that was really weird. Um, I came back, and I was like, whoa. I was talking to my friend on the phone. I was like, when did Bob Barker get white hair? Like, oh, yeah, you've been away for the summer. Uh, you know, he started the summer with, with dark hair because they were running the season that they'd recorded ahead of time. And then they were into the new season with the white hair. And I thought that was, it, it, it took me by surprise. Our sales manager did the same thing. He had dark hair for a long time. And then next day he came to work. He was had he had white hair. I was like, whoa, I had no idea. He just My favorite color. game show of all time. I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but I love Price is Right as a kid, all the different games and things. Here's Bob Barker on um, his final broadcast for The Price is Right. This was June 15th, 2007. I want to thank you very, very much for inviting me into your home for the last 50 years. I am deeply grateful. And please remember, help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. Um, so anyways, he, uh, he spent the rest of his days, uh, doing random things, including, uh, 
one of my favorite things uh, was when he was in uh, Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore. I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. (laughs) You want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. The price is wrong, bitch. (laughs) I think you've had enough. No. <laughs> now you've had enough. Let me bitch. guess. Another movie, you kn- bitch. <laughs> you never saw Happy Gilmore, did you? Or did you actually see Happy Gilmore? Yeah, I've seen Happy Gilmore. Okay, good. At least you um, know that. Scene. This is that's, this is that's one of the best scenes I think ever. We were just talking about Betty White and Bob Barker being uh, animal uh, activists. Yeah, you know, like 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 dedicating their lives to the betterment of. Uh, the treatment of animals. Bob Barker was a vegetarian. He didn't even eat meat. He uh, pulled out of the Miss USA pageant. He was going to be the host of the Miss USA pageant in 1987 because he asked the producers to stop using fur as uh, part of the costumes. And they said, no, this is 1987 and this is the Miss USA pageant. And he said, fine, I'm gonna find yourself a different host then. Wow. He, was, he was that big of an animal advocate. Now get this, okay? <laughs> this is This is crazy. The 2009 Game Show Awards wanted to give him a, a prize. He was going to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award. Betty White was going to be there. All right? And he'd worked with Betty White before in the past, but he had an argument with, the, with her about the way an elephant was being treated at the Los Angeles Zoo. And he said, if Betty White's going to be there, I'm not going to be there. They were feuding. They did not like each other. Wow. Even though they were both leaders in the betterment for animals cause, they hated each other because over an elephant, the elephant not in the room, but the one at the zoo. Okay? She heard about this. She decided, I'm not going. I'm not going to ruin his Lifetime Achievement Award. She pulled out of showing up at the Game Show Award. I mean, Her husband... Her husband was a very famous game show host his own, in his own right. I forget what his name was, but he was the guy, Alan Ludden. Alan Ludden. He was the one that hosted uh, Password, the original Password. Oh, okay. Alan Ludden. Her husband was was uh, probably the most famous uh, game show host. But anyways, um, yeah, that's that's very fascinating that he feuded with Betty White. They both lived in 99. They both served animals, but it was all over an elephant. The, the way that elephant was being tra- treated in the Los Angeles Zoo, and I have no idea. The, the article doesn't go on to. It goes to highlight kind of their thing, not the mistreatment of the elephant in the Los Angeles Zoo. I'll have to look into that, see which side I sit on, with Betty White or with Bob Barker. Anyways, I thought it was weird. I just read it for the first time that Bob Barker died. So strange. And I opened up a Wikipedia page if you want to know all this stuff. <laughs> no, I, I figured. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for playing the Happy Gilmore thing that everybody's heard 50 million times in their life because it gave me a tough time to read the Barker, uh, the Barker White feud. Gosh, that was. Awesome. And now, here is the star of the Price is Right, Bob Barker. Oh, Rod Roddy. Rod Roddy and Bob Barker. That just. Gives me goosebumps. They're both gone. He was 99 Million years of age. dollar donations to the University of Virginia, Harvard Law School, Stanford Law School, Georgetown Law School, 
Duke University Law School, Northwestern University Law School, and UCLA uh, uh, Law School. One million dollar donations if they decided to, uh, if they taught their, their, I guess, their upcoming lawyers, their, their future lawyers about animal rights. And they said, yeah, sure, we'll do that. He gave each university a million dollar donation. Good for him. Man. He took that stuff serious. Good money making. Uh, <laughs> Here all along, I thought PETA just kicked him like, you know, $50,000 a year to say it at the end of the show. Yeah. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Something I don't do very often, but my son has been bothering me to go camping. And it just so happens another family that goes camping a lot invited us to go. You know, Rob, the uh, champion oh, yeah. of the Master Deflators yeah, yeah, Fantasy yeah, yeah, Football yeah. League. Uh, in a rousing victory in which uh, I think he won 51 to 49 in a, because of the canceled game between the Bills and the and the Bengals that's how that's how it all culminated in our Will you be last uh, will you be camping in a tent or an RV or a camper tent. we only tent we only tent camp we don't do the we don't do the camper Do you guys all like sleep that. in one tent together? No, 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 no. Well, our family will have a tent. They'll they'll have a tent. No, I know um, that. I meant you and your kids. You guys yeah, are all in one. Yeah, yeah, why not? We have a four-person tent. That's all we need. It's two days, little camping. We're going to a place called Ventura Ranch, KOA. <laughs> so it's not like camping, camping out in the nature because there needs to be a zip line and a rock climbing wall and a swimming pool and oh, well, a that's good, village. Though, because you're taking kids, it's good to take them somewhere yes. they can be distracted. Right. and Yeah. So we're going to the Ventura Ranch KOA, and I'm watching a video because this not is what Ron I do Swanson now. Not Ron Swanson approved, but uh, no, for no, kids, not at all. It's probably not a good, good campground. Um, so I, I'm, I'm looking it up, and they have a big Bigfoot trail. Oh, nice! At the KOA, where you're going to go look, not only for Bigfoot but signs of Bigfoot, and it's led by one of the guys there at the KOA. I'm watching that, and I say to my son, I'm like, check that out. Bigfoot trail, you want to do that? And he goes, oh, yeah, like Bigfoot's really real. And I'm afraid I'm rubbing off on my son in the wrong possible way. Because now he won't even entertain the idea of Bigfoot, which I think in He's some ways... He's six years old, Jeff. Uh, in some time. ways, I think, it's, I think it's good. No, but the thing is, he's six years old, and he thinks Bigfoot is cool. He has a little Bigfoot toy. Okay. When we went through Trinity National Forest up in Northern California and they go to the Trinity River and all that area, that's uh-huh. all Bigfoot country, supposed Bigfoot country as well. And uh, there's so many different Bigfoot countries, man. You would think that with all the regions in which Bigfoot is sighted that you would to come up with one. But um, not only is he in Ventura or and actually more technically. Tens of Santa thousands Paul, of people Santa have Paula. reported Bigfoot sightings. And then uh, in the Trinity um, but they do this hike where they, they, and they say that Bigfoot was seen and there's a lot of sightings of Bigfoot in this Santa Paula kind of east of Ojai area in the, in the mountains. And the, I think they call them the, I, I could be getting this wrong, Tokatoka Mountains. I don't know. I think that's where the Bigfoot comes from. You little Tokatoka, then you see Bigfoot, right? What happens when you see Bigfoot? You do a little toka toka, and then you see Big Bigfoot. I don't know. I've never seen Bigfoot. Anyways, um, how come you didn't go looking for for Bigfoot in Ventura when you were here? If you're such an enthusiast, 
if you if you follow the ways of I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be in Ventura. I would probably go up into the Sierras. Or I'd go in northern. Why wouldn't you go to Ventura? There's a Bigfoot trail at the KOA there, Jeremy. Yeah, for kids. Come on. I don't know that this is for kids. They said that there was there's been sightings of Bigfoot there. I can tell that I've lost you. Like, who's to say that one person's source's information about Bigfoot is more real than another person's source of Bigfoot? You know why? Because it has a big I know yeah. from the get-go that you're not serious about this, so I, I'm not going to, like, buy into this crap that I you're throwing my way. I know that I'm serious way. about it. Listen, there no, was enough. Either, either there's a money-making opportunity on behalf of the KOA, or there was legitimately... Some Bigfoot sightings in that I area. I think it's fun. I th- yeah, of course there is. There's Bigfoot sightings everywhere, even down in mm. San Diego yeah, and all over them. California. If yeah, you, we haven't seen them. If you look, well, <laughs> you haven't seen them because you haven't gone and looked. But we, I'm saying we, the collective, you know, like the everybody says they've seen them, but they haven't seen them. They've seen something else that might look like them. Because why wouldn't you catch them? Why wouldn't you catch them? That's a great question. You must have figured it all out. Of all the different Bigfoot regions of across the, not only the United States, but across the globe, nobody's been like, hey, I found his house. I mean, give me something. Find a, like an area where he hangs out, uh, a car that he drives. I don't know. Something. So here's the thing. If, you know, take your kid on the little hike and, and have a good time. I can't because I know it's not rooted in real reality. It's rooted in, in, Folklore and majestic tales of the past. And you have nothing to say because you know it's true. You know that it's true that, that nothing is nothing ever comes of this. Like if there's if there's Bigfoot sightings, like like when I heard I was going to go. I can't argue with somebody who's already Ventura. got their mind made up. There's if no I point. was going to go camping outside of Ventura, and they're like, "Oh, that's big Bigfoot country." I would have heard of it by now. You know, I mean, like, oh, okay. Bigfoot Real Search, Field Real Researchers Organization. You familiar with their work? The BFRO? That's exactly what it is, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah that's Matt Moneymaker. He's the guy from Finding Bigfoot. He's, 19, he's, he's kind of what's wrong with, like, the whole thing. But okay, there's three the BFRO things. is at least a database you could check out. Here we go. Um, what's a Class A sighting? That means um, it's an actual visual. Not just a, a noise or a sound or smell or a track. It's actually a visual sighting. In 1964, a man retold his close visual encounter at dawn on Pine Mountain as a young deer hunter. So in 1964, there was a, there was a, a, a sighting on Pine Mountain. Don't tell that to the people at the club um, up there. And, uh, and that was in 1964. 1988, a high-pitched whistle was heard. From the ant campground. That's a class C. What's a class C? I, I don't know. Probably like a track or something. Audio. Audio. A class A, 1950. Sometime in the summer of 1950. Let's talk science here, right? Uh, hey, here's oh, one. Sometime, here's one. Uh, it was some, sometime in the summer of 1950. There was a daylight sighting on the edge of a creek in the Los Padres National Forest. How about this one in San Luis Obispo County in 1974? A Class A visual sighting. Yeah, let's just go through on, the counties. On Highway 46 near Paso Robles. A motorist encountered one crossing the road. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was the only one ever. That was a documented case San from Luis San Luis Obispo, Obispo County. County. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, Highway 46. Do you really think he's going to be around here? Rebels. I mean, where's he going to hide? He can't hide in vineyards, for God's sakes. Now, you get up to Santa Cruz, and there's, there's, there's several sightings up there. Yeah, you know why? The yeah. latest coming in uh, 2004. A family had a sighting of encounters in Santa Cruz in the mountains. You know what? Um, I've been up there. What is that mountains right above Santa Cruz called? There's actually a little Bigfoot museum. It was closed when I went through there. Is it Felton? Does that sound right? I'm sorry. If you've only had five different right. Bigfoot Do you need to Bigfoot take that phone sightings? call? I asked you a no. question. Is it Felton? Is that the name of the if town? I, I don't Santa know the Cruz? towns. I don't know the towns of Santa Cruz. I don't know what the mountains are called north of Santa Cruz. I do know that, that you took a picture of a place that was a Bigfoot, or somebody sent in a picture. I can never of a remember Bigfoot the name thing. of that the wooded area right and above Santa Cruz. I, I think the town. You is should not Felton. be allowed to have a Bigfoot museum if you've only had three sightings. And the uh, the Santa Cruz mountains. Hold on a second. One of those sightings happened sometime between spring 1998 and 2004. So I'm going to say two sightings, and they happened back in the 50s, okay? No, you don't get to have a Bigfoot museum. Come on, spring 98 to 2004? What the hell? It's an Aptos. Okay. Eureka Canyon. All right, well, I can't wait to get your update to see what you this find is a great resource, on the Bigfoot actually. trail, by the way. I'm, I'm sure it's great entertainment for kids, and I hope that the guy at the KOA that's the curator of it can pique my kids' curiosity because... He has zero curiosity, much like I did at his age. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.